So I do need this, uh, okay. Paper, okay. Okay, if everyone's ready, so we can start. This is what should be done by one who will skill in goodness and who knows the path of peace. Let them be able and upright, straightforward and gentle in speech, humble and not conceited, contented and easily satisfied, unburdened with duties and frugal in their ways, peaceful and calm and wise and skillful, not proud or demanding in nature. Let them not do the slightest thing that the wise would later reprove, wishing in gladness and in safety May all beings be at ease, whatever living beings there may be, whether they are weak or strong, omitting none, the great or the mighty, medium, short or small, the seen and the unseen, those living near and far away, those born and to be born, may all beings be at ease. Let none deceive another or despise any being in any state. Let none through anger or ill will wish harm upon another even as a mother protects with her life her child her only child so with a boundless heart should one cherish all living beings radiating kindness over the entire world, spreading upwards to the skies and downwards to the depths, outwards and unbounded, free from hatred and ill will, whether standing or walking, seated or lying down, free from drowsiness, one should sustain this recollection. This is said to be the sublime abiding. By not holding to false views, the pure-hearted one, Having clarity of vision, being free from all sense desires, is not born again into this world.
Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. First of all, anyone has any topic for me to talk about, so please don't be shy and they can just yeah, can talk about that. Anyone? Okay. Okay. Quite often monks, venerable, talk about their day okay. and how um, their practice fits into their days right. and the challenges they face as well. So. Okay. That's the unusual things. For me, it's the challenges are... Oh, I don't know what the challenges are, actually. It's quite easy, actually, in being monastery. I'm not sure. And either. Gloria has given a okay. topic as well. Okay, cool. Uh, where can I see the topic? Yes, actually, I haven't got the chat up. Just, <laughs> oh, so that's the chat would you like to tell us what your topic is, would you? Unmute, can, can you tell us? Would you mind to talk a little bit about, like, um, appreciation? Like, how you appreciate the path or, like, appreciation and maybe, like, gratefulness in general? Thank you. Oh, yeah, definitely. That is a critical component. So I've been, like, wow. I guess I would say that's, yeah, just being here at the monastery. I don't know if any of you have been to Bodhiyana Monastery. So it's really, really a great place. So especially those in Armadale, so please come visit us. You know, even though, you know, Travis from Minnesota, you know, come over, water's fine, you can just fly over. <laughs> so yeah, just appreciate, you know, with living with the, I don't know how many monks we have so far. I think about 25. And also with Ajahn Brown Brown, so that's pretty cool, with Ajahn Brahmali, so you get all the Sutta classes. Oh my goodness. So yeah, it's like, I've been here at Bodhiyana about six or seven years. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so every single day I can think about it as, wow, okay, how can I do a bit more service for the, for the path, you know, for the people? So, so it's quite nice, yeah. Uh-huh. Just being at a monastery and then, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then anyway, is there the path itself? I thought it's describing is actually it's much more difficult. Actually, practicing is much easier. I'm not sure if that's what people find, but um, you know. So I don't know, maybe I can read you, uh, uh, I just want to maybe read you something from Ajahn Brahms. I think you guys uh, read Opening of the Door of Your Heart. So this is what I was going to talk about. Uh, Grant yourself a moment of peace and you will understand how foolishly you have scurry about. Learn to be silent and you will notice that you have talked too much. Be kind, and you will realize that your judgment of others was too severe. So, yeah, basically, that's the whole path right there. Peace, silence, and kindness. So it's, yeah, it seems quite easy. I mean, you can talk about it, but actually, you know, just living with the other monks, actually, it's quite easy. practicing it. It just takes a while. Usually the path, people are usually quite impatient and they want to result in one or two days or whatever, maybe in a week or a year, but actually it takes a while. And then, but once it gets going 
in your mind what it's all about. It's about it's all about just letting go the ego, and about just being kind, not to be critical. After a while, that's just the focus of the mind. And then, my goodness, yeah, the path just folds on, and it's it's yeah, it's not difficult at all. So that's the thing. Talking about it, well, it's very difficult. But unless you have some like Ajahn Brahm, Ajahn Ramali, but practicing it, it's just, yeah, it's so easy. But anyway, that's just uh, my experience over here. So, yeah. So, anyone else have any other questions? Yes, we do have another topic yes. here for you. Sure, definitely. Uh, let's, hear, let's hear how Venerable left his lay life. Oh, the lay life. That's always people always find it interesting, right? Okay. Okay. So I guess I was in Indonesia. So this is pretty easy. So just talking about the past. So yeah, about twelve years in Indonesia. So Eddie from Indonesia, from Jakarta. Actually, if you know, yeah. Hello, Eddie. <laughs> so then after that, I moved to the U.S. So that's about eighteen years or so. So I did computer science in the U.S. But actually, my background after that it was just a study of computer science. But basically, my I don't know if any of you guys have financial background, so it's basically something about to do with hedge funds and all that stuff. It's pretty boring, actually, when I look back. But anyway, that's what I did. And then after that, so I was, so I was quite independent after that, and then I just returned to Indonesia and then did some, you know, what do you call it, nonprofit in the slums. So that's about five years, and then until I got called to Bodhiana. And there you go. I'm here since then, about six or seven years. That's about it, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just having a look now. <laughs> yes, I do. Anything there? Uh -huh. Anyone else? Hello, yes. Oh, hi, Elle. Oh, hi. Oh, yes, thank you. You should come again to Jaragro, please. So you have to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, Jan Brown will be out from his retreat then. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, I would like to know about how you started meditating, please. Oh, how? Maybe. Uh, I would say when, I think when I was 23 or 24, so someone in college, so I think a, just a, a sweet mate. In a, uh, inter, in an international dormitory. He's a Japanese-American. So I told this, oh yeah. His, I think his sister went to a Goenka retreat. I'm not sure if you guys know about Goenka. I think most of you guys, okay. Okay, some, uh, okay, yes. So basically that's, um, yeah, I just, I went to a Goenka retreat. I kind of enjoy what Ajahn Brown's called the bliss, I guess. So it's just the first retreat. So after that, it just gets hooked by that. And basically, yeah. That's how I become a monk as well. So that was like when I was 23, now I'm 42. It's all close to 19 years. And yeah, it's been pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Thank you, Elle. Thank you, Venerable. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy for you that it's yeah. been an easy path and a blissful path for you. Unfortunately, I find that it's quite rare. It's just like what I jump Brahm experience. Um, so I don't know if I'm the best person to ask, you know, for experiences, you know, like, because you need people who actually go through like a bit of trouble spots. Whereas for some reason, Ananda here got, just got it so lucky. So that's why I can't give you a talk because for, <laughs> it's quite simple, yeah. What you do is just, yeah, 
just relax and then yeah, see what happens. And literally, that's it, yeah. So if no one has any topics, so I'll roll on with the meditation, which I really, really enjoy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, if you have any... Could you explain to me why you chose your name? My, my ah. now, her son has got the same name as yours. Excellent. Because actually, that's not the name. I would, I would appreciate an explanation. Because that name wasn't even in my top 10. I would say like my number one, because I have like a thing for my... Um, Okay, Sumangalo is also from California. I don't know if you guys know Venero Sumangalo. Okay, so there we go. Yes, okay. okay. So basically, I'm like, we're, we're really close friends because from, you know, he's from Northern California. I'm from Southern California, so we're pretty close. And I was the one who told him about Bodhiyana, and he signed up first, even though I was the one who told him about Bodhiyana. And then so, so basically, we're pretty close. So I just always have, have something named like Sumangalo, like an S. So my first pick is actually Sumano or Santi Vihari, something like that. But I don't know if you guys know Ping Pong. Ping Pong is from Thailand, so she, okay, Ping Pong, is that a good name? You know, Santi, I know Sumano or Santi Vihari. Okay, no, 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 pick something short, something something easy, memorable, so. Okay, how about Ananda? Okay, sounds good. So that's how I get the name. I just pick Ananda because Ping Pong asked me. <laughs> so that's it, yeah. I like actually after a while I just realized Ananda is quite nice. I don't know if you guys know the meaning of Ananda. Ananda is the Buddha's attendant. If you guys are, I think you guys know that's yeah. But Ananda in um, in in Sanskrit or in Pali just means bliss, which is quite nice. The bliss, yeah. Mm -hmm. Which basically meditation leads to. If it's you know people are you know just really really relaxed and are pretty enjoying themselves, yeah. Which I hope you guys do soon enough. <laughs> Anyone else has any topic or questions? Yeah, sorry, I'm not the most articulate speaker out there. But don't worry, Ajahn Brown will be coming hey, out we've soon. We've got a new topic for you. Yes, okay. What, what called you to the slums in Indonesia? Oh, simple, I just want to help. And then basically how I find the people, I just basically roam around, just bike around in the slums. So yeah, so some of the people I meet just, just you know, just go in front of, just, actually I just, yeah, stroll into their house and they just say, hey, you want to chat? And then that's it. So I meet different people and then it lasted like five, six years. Even now I just um, uh, help someone, just talk with someone in Kota Malang. I think Eddie knows where Malang is. Malang is an uh, East Java. So someone is helping, actually, it used to be my family's money, but now it's like a friend's family from Taiwan who so actually distribute in different, you know, different slums, different projects. So I was just chatting with the manager there. It was just like, yeah, before, before talking with you guys, that was pretty neat. So different challenges and all that. But I just told the manager, yeah, yeah she's, she can do whatever she wants with the money. So, yeah. But I think it's, for her, it's quite stressful because different priorities and all that stuff. Yeah. It's all some sort of stuff, but yeah, but in this, uh, in this group, all that can be let go, and you can just relax, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there anyone else who would like to suggest something, or ask, uh, uh, ask a question? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Venerable, tell us, uh, how, how are you finding uh, keeping to the precepts? Oh, the precepts are so easy these days. Maybe early on about the food, maybe? Food and then the entertainment, especially YouTube or whatever, the internet. 
the news and all that because I think I was a news junkie because you have to keep track of the financial events and all that. But after a while, Wall Street journalists, economists, and then even whatever, yeah, all those kind of trade papers that you find so interesting, different business, whatever, yeah. I just look at it now, it's like, why, why, why did I read this? I spent like 10, 15 years on that stuff. But now, you don't have to worry about that, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the precepts, basically, that's what I find anyway. And also, uh, the kindness part. So basically, just to be soft and gentle with the people with the, in their speech. I find that uh, the emphasis, if you put it there, Soft in speech, you also find yourself soft in, in the mind as well. So it's just that, just and then, and care for the people, you know, just be kind, be gentle, and then it just carries through the meditation. And then, unfortunately, I think the hardest part is for people just to be critical of themselves. That's what I find as well, people in the monastery. Just, you know, okay, maybe I should, I should be more kind or whatever, but it happens, you know, sometimes people just, you know, just lose the temper. After a while, it's, it's fine. It's no big deal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, yeah, it's just the food, temper, yeah. And then the internet, yeah. So I'll just, just disappear after two, three years. If you're committed to the path, just like uh, Gloria asked about, it's just after a while, the path is just so interesting. So it's just what, that's all kind of consumes the mind. And the path just basically so simple. It's just, uh, yeah, stillness and kindness, that's what Ajahn Brahm keeps uh, saying. And then, yeah, that's all you think about. You don't even think about the precepts. All you do to think about, yeah, is just focus on the mind, just the stillness and the bliss. And then how to let go a bit more, just to get that bliss a bit more, that stillness a bit more. And that's it. That's all the path is. Gloria. <laughs> yeah. uh, Stephanie, would you like to unmute? Stephanie's got a question for you. Yeah. Stephanie, you there? Stephanie. Hello. Hello. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Um, I um, came and read about um, acceptance, ex- acceptance meditation. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering if it was appropriate for um, with me when I have obsessive thoughts. I have ah. like obsessive thoughts. Ah. Yeah. About um, right. a couple. A couple of people who harmed me right. some time ago, right. and um, I just, um, had, you know, it's, I just had these re- repetitive thoughts and sure. feelings of, right. yeah. Um, you know, um, yeah, negative thoughts. Anyway, yeah. I was just wondering, uh, acceptance meditation, because it was kind of like a post-traumatic stress thing, right? And I was just wondering, would that be? appropriate and also how do you do acceptance meditation that's the thing it's also definitely actually my key, what a key practice acceptance acceptance basically just opening the door of your heart basically just a loving kindness so the the thing is you have to accept the if it's not possible the person just the feeling kind of the awful feeling so basically just accept mm-hmm. it just open the door so it takes a bit of practice and then it takes a very skillful teacher like Ajahn Brahm just to kind of go through it in words but actually if you have that emotion kind of quality in the mind has it been quite successful for you Stephanie that acceptance uh, meditation or has it been your mind kind of reject I just, just started yesterday right okay just give so that a shot but for me 
wow, it's been tremendous, yeah. Uh, Basically, it's just opening up the mind, accepting, and they're just embracing it, so whatever happens. It's, it's, it takes a, a while just to experiment, so that's the thing. So, yeah, maybe if I see you in a different session, we can just talk about it a bit more. But just give it a shot. But I'm, I'm just wondering, who, who told you about that meditation? That's pretty neat, yeah. Good job. Um, I, I went to um, is it the Fremantle, um, Tara. Okay. Is it Tara? Right. Tara. Okay. And um, she, she said, um, she mentioned it, but she didn't really... She only briefly, like in a few seconds, right. acceptance meditation uh-huh. is good for something like post-traumatic stress. Right. And I was just thinking, well, how do you do acceptance meditation? Right. I accept. I accept the situation. Right. Is it like you yourself? This happened to me. I accept yeah, it. I know. It's not easy. So I guess just I guess if you have a baby or whatever, you just accept it as it is. You know, even though it's crying, it's pooping mm-hmm. on your lap. So it's something like that, yeah. So I guess uh, it's not easy, I know. So that's why you just have to, yeah, experiment. And then, yeah, see what happens here, yeah, Stephanie. But if it doesn't work, you can always try something else. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And don't worry, it'll, it'll always pass, you know. So the thing is just, yes. once it's, yeah, it's accepted, it's just disappear just like that. It's so easy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you get, mm-hmm. you know, the acceptance kind of mind going, yeah, it's so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Good luck, okay, Stephanie. Okay. And then please come over. Uh, when yeah. is the best time to visit the monastery if it's your first time? The best time will be 10 a.m. So especially Stephanie from Arbordale, if you have time, 10 a.m. would be great. And then, so we'll have our, you know, pin line. So that's where you can offer the rice the monks so I think some of you have been here so yeah so 10 o'clock 10 o'clock would be nice and then probably the latest around 11 and then you can join us for the potluck potluck lunch which is quite nice the food here is really really nice it's really I'm one of the <laughs> grateful that I think Elle knows right Elle <laughs> yeah okay alright mm-hmm. okay and here's another, another one was meditation always easy for you uh do you have any tips? Uh, yeah, really it's not easy because the default stage is actually easy, and then people make it difficult, unfortunately. Or maybe actually, it's the hindrances that makes it difficult. Hindrances. I don't know if you guys know the five hindrances. It's basically wanting and ill will. I think Radha talked about it. What wanting? But always people forget the other side, the ill will. People for some reason don't want to talk to ill will. And but I I think I find it you know. Ill will is like, uh, it's, that's the key. Once the ill will is gone, the wanting is gone. And then, yeah. It's quite easy after that, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, the wanting, uh, the ill will itself, it just takes acceptance. That's why Stephanie's like, wow, okay. You found someone mentioned about that, so that's pretty cool. And then, I guess we can try that, accepting. And this is what, if you look at Metta Sutta, it's all about acceptance, actually, and then how to reduce the anger. Even as a mother protects with her life, her child, her only child, so with a pathless heart should one cherish all living beings. That's including yourself. And most people forget that, yeah. 
So that's it. So basically you direct the metta to yourself. So the ill will's gone and the wanting's gone. After that, you just bliss out. But unfortunately, I think also people goes too quickly, I think. Just meditation, they expect results. There's always expectation behind it for some, yeah. And that's actually quite tricky as well. So actually, it's easy once after those, those hindrances are gone. But when the hindrances are there, it's not easy. I have to admit, yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> Comfortable to lead us into a guided meditation now for half an hour? Oh, guided meditation? So, probably I'll, the most effective I find, I think it's just uh, relaxing the body. I think that's the one, actually, that's the only one that I know. <laughs> Unless you wanted the acceptance that would as well. Be perfect, okay. We'll be very happy with that. Okay. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for being nice to me. <laughs> All right? Of course, you're most welcome. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna, since I'm a fan of Sumangalo, I think he turns off the light. So before he does the meditation, I'm gonna do that. And you guys can also turn off the light as well in your room. So I think that makes it much easier. Oh, but still, I got a spotlight there. <laughs> All right, everyone ready? Okay, I think since everyone's ready. So anyone, doesn't have to be sitting position, so I notice, yeah, it can be lying down as well. So maybe Martha might be lying down, hopefully that's cool as well. That's fine, which is great. So actually I do a lot of lying down. And then you can do a lot of, uh, yeah, loving kindness while you're lying down as well. But it seems like everyone preferred the sitting position, so that's fine too, okay. Ajahn Brahm probably like it starting from the bottom, so maybe I'll try from the top since just as a no to, to the Goenka tradition. So place your attention to the top of your head. If you notice any tension, just relax it a bit. Then just move down to your eyes. Notice if there's any strain on your eyes. And just let go of that stress. And to your mouth. And you can always make a smile. That always helps. And then move down to your neck. You can move it left to right. Notice any tension and let that just any tensions disappear. And then to shoulder. 
Let that just relax a bit more. And your shoulder. To your arms. your hands and you can sweep them feel any tension disappear and then to your chest Feel if there's any tension there. Feels great actually. And then move down to your tummy. See if there's any discomfort in your tummy. Just relax it a bit. your back you can stretch your back which always feels so nice and you can breathe in deeply and breathe out in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out, just feel all the tension going away from your body. from your back, just move down, move down, move down to your hips, sometimes there will be a lot of tension in your hips after you've been standing for too long or been walking or been exercising to the gym, so you can just relax that a bit. down to your thigh and 
relax that. And move down to your knee. Sometimes knees gives people a lot of trouble, especially to your leg relax your leg and move down to your feet and you can wiggle your toes which is always very very nice Now, those who can, just sweep from the tip of the toes to the top of your head. Just sweep gently and slowly. And then you feel the bliss starting to become prominent. And then from the top, Move down to the toes. Sweep that again. And that's what a relaxed body feels like. You can either stay here with relaxed body, or you can actually move to the mind and then relax that. This is where the acceptance come. This is where the acceptance and kindness becomes really, really important. So accept whatever thoughts you have. Just embrace them. Those nasty thoughts actually turn into beautiful emotions after a while. Simply by embracing them, just giving them a hug. So just imagine those thoughts, those, those pointy, spiky thoughts, turn to the gentlest kind of lotus. I like lotus, so maybe you can stick with lotus. Or if you like something else, cats, you can transform those spiky things into cats, the lotus, something that you really, really enjoy. And those who have the bliss, you can focus on that as well. The bliss is what carries the mind deeper into stillness. So, I'm gonna be quiet for a while and ring the gong once the meditation session is over.
And don't worry if you can't finish the whole 30 minutes. It's fine. You're all doing great. So good job, mom. Okay. I'll see you at the end of the meditation session.
So it's eight o'clock now. So I'm gonna ring the gong three times. After the third ring, you can open, slowly open your eyes if you wish. Welcome back, everyone. Okay. Has everyone turned to meta creature, meta cats, meta lotus, meta everything? <laughs> okay, excellent. So it was a nice, uh, nice meditation. Thank you again. Sure. How would you like to continue? Have you thought of a story to tell us? Yeah. No story. You should have the meditation. You just want to go back in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but if anyone has any qu any questions, any further questions. Um, listening, yeah, um, listening to Sherry, um, I'm wondering, like, you, because you look so carefree, and I'm the yeah. complete opposite. Yeah, I know, it's like yeah. Gloria, so that's why <laughs> there's, I don't know if, I don't know if you, I worry about it. Yeah, I don't know if you've been to a nonce monastery, Elmasar. And in um, interested? No. Okay. <laughs> so that's a great place anyway. So yeah, basically, yeah. It's actually pretty simple, yeah. Just to be Are carefree. You this? Yeah. I think when the secret, I think just leaving the world, pretty much. After the being in monastery, it's just ridiculously carefree over here. I mean I got responsibilities. I think I'm supposed to in charge of the finances of the, you know, helping with the treasuries of the because as monks we can't deal with money right so but I have some experience with that so maybe I can just help for that after a while I just think of that just playing video games I guess so it's not doesn't affect you some you know but when in lay life maybe you know it's basically things in the world life you know the lay life that just affects the mind yeah, the rest of the stuff just pretty easier yeah so Gloria so if you can just away from that world. That helps a lot. <laughs> Is that possible? Um, it's po I don't I don't know yeah. because I'm not and yeah. obviously local, oh, but, but that that's that's a path that is excellent. within my consideration okay. okay. Thank you. Yes, okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's just the secret, basically, just move away from the world because everyone here, I think, still working, still have kids, whatever, still responsibilities. Yeah, and then those responsibilities, basically, I don't know what, but you can, yeah. <laughs> basically, Ajahn Brahm says, what is it? 
be irris- uh, be ir- what is it? Be responsibly irresponsible. After a while, just things fall off because yeah, uh, the things out there is not really kind of your responsibility. After a while, yeah, just take it easy. Yeah, and the path just automatically takes you there. Yeah, that state, and you don't have to think about it. You don't have to articulate it. It needs to be done. It's just being kind and stillness. It's confidence, yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually really, really simple, people. Yeah. If you just have the courage to leave the world. So that's the thing always, like, uh, the difficulty is like, oh, what happened in I leave the world? Actually, everything's great, yeah. It's definitely recommended, Gloria, if you like. <laughs> so, I don't know if I shouldn't be teasing you. Know? <laughs> like that, sorry. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyone else have any questions? See Kimberly from Maine. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Travis, you have any question from Minnesota? No. It's 8 a.m. over there, huh? In Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still feeling a little tired, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Kim, any questions? From Maine, I see, see someone from the East Coast. I'm from the yeah. West Coast. It was a great meditation, and um, I was the one who asked the question about tips for making it easier, and it was such it's, a simple answer that yeah, it's only not wanting. Uh, that wanting also, and being kind, that's also the secret, yeah. And then also, if for some reason people make it difficult, actually, yeah, just don't complicate and then just, yeah. I don't know how to keep, yeah, it's, it takes a very a genius like an Ajahn Brown to kind of guide you through that, you know, just to be kind, just to make it so easy. So, unfortunately, I, you know, I don't have that skill yet. <laughs> so maybe one day, and I can, yeah, just be able to guide. Mm-hmm. Al, any questions? Venerable. Oh, yep, thank you. Yes, I have a question, Venerable. Could sure, you Chris. walk us through one, one of your ordinary days in the monastery? What, what happens to you? What time do you get up? What do you do when you get up? When you get up, usually meditate, and that's it. And then sometimes we have chores over here, right? So my job is basically taking care just of, I guess, helping the treasury. So basically, I just so, go so to the what, office. What, what time would you get up, Venerable? Oh, it depends, because usually I sleep like, uh, in, you know, like three hours. I wake up every three hours, so I just meditate for an hour or whatever, whichever. So it's quite, I have an unusual sleep, sleeping patterns. So every three hours you wake up and just meditate, like maybe, yeah. However, so how long would you meditate for when you wake up in your book? That's the thing, I just don't count anymore. So it's just whatever feels like it, when the body feels like, oh, okay, feels like exiting whatever the mind. So basically, yeah, I'll just ask, like, how long do you want to, you don't even ask, just, you just, don't know, it's just, uh, uh, whatever the mind feels like it, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a good yeah, answer, yeah. I, I can't <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's great, actually. Before, I kind of worry, it's like, oh, maybe I should tally up till eight hours, right? After a while, it's just, ah, whatever, one hour, whatever, it's, it's fine, yeah. After a while, you just, even with the sleep, you just don't care about sleep, yeah. Maybe just, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And, and then what happens? Uh, oh, at that, okay. And then, so, so 6.30 we have breakfast. Breakfast, that's about half an hour. And then we have work meetings. So the workmaster distribute the work. You know, sometimes there's people doing sweeping. I wish I can do sweeping as well. You know, doing things outside with my hands instead of the computers. But for some odd reason, Ajahn Brahm kind of recruited me to do the, I guess it's, it's just my karma, just dealing with finances. Even though I never mentioned anything about any of my background to Ajahn Brahm for some reason. Yeah, that's why I guess here. So I just <laughs> accepted, I guess. That's why it's fine. Because we have a great team and, you know, I don't know if else still around. Okay, but anyway, we have a great team over there, Damaloka. Damaloka is our city center, so we have a great yeah, set of people over there. And, and tell me, tell me, how do you receive breakfast in the mornings? Is, is it prepared for you? Or, or Usually it's just... Uh, are you practitioners or, or how do you receive your food for breakfast? Oh, that's correct. Yeah, so we have to receive, so someone has to offer. Usually one of the layperson, the anagaricas, the postulant, so one of the white clothes just offer, yeah. So sometimes you got mueslis, I myself take uh, porridge, oats, and then we have people who like oranges, fruits, and then, yeah, also, and oh yeah, ramens, definitely. We have a lot of uh, Asians here, so we have, uh, yeah, Asians eating ramens. That's it, yeah. Breakfast, you do work, and then lunch, do the same thing again, and then go back to my hut, and then relax to the max, and that's it. And then if I'm assigned to Armadale group, I come here 7.30. <laughs> That's it. That's and basically so, so, so it over and over and so again. So what would your evening be like? Um, do, do you get together with other monks and talk very much? Or? Oh, that's a beautiful part about a Bodhiyana. You don't have to meet other monks, actually. So Ajahn Brahm designs this to be a really uh, center for meditators. So if you wish, you can stay as long as you wish until breakfast. And then, you know, even then, work period is only like till Tuesday till Friday. It's only four days. The rest of the time, you can just, yeah, meditate, meditate, relax, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds very peaceful. Oh, it is, definitely. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody else who'd like to ask a question? No. Nikki from UK? Anyone? Sweden as Nikki? well. Crystal from Sweden. Hi, yeah, that's amazing. Okay. I'm curious. It's not really a like practice question or anything. I'm just Excellent. curious about um, like entertainments. Are you got? Are you guys allowed? Um, do you read fiction or anything, or is just strictly everything? Do you play games? Like it's just. I don't think don't we. Do for my notice, we have like uh, the internet. Actually, we have fiber optics, so really, really fast internet over here. So, so those people who wish to use it, yes, unfortunately, they can you know, abuse it, and then you can check out. Basically, what I find is basically, yeah, yeah, you can, you know, people maybe check out YouTube, whatever, the news. But we don't really monitor that. So, but but you find that it just kind of your meditation just takes a hit, dramatically, because yeah. it's just oh my goodness, what you see at YouTube right now, what's going on news, you just don't want to see. <laughs> it's getting more complicated out there in the world. Six years ago, it's not pretty. It's, it's actually quite nice. Yeah. In the US, I think, yeah. Now it's just way, I look at it, it's like, oh my goodness, yeah. So I'm glad I came in the, the yeah, monastery at the perfect time. Yeah. Yes, I know you're from the US, right? 2024 right. <laughs> election, whatever, yeah. 
coming up soon. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Good luck, Travis. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nikki, would you like to um, unmute? <sighs> yeah. Hi, Hi Nikki. Vernon. Hi. Yeah. I'm in my dinner break at work, oh, so cool. it's a bit. Yeah, and I have to. Oh. I want to relaxation. Catch the meditation. Yeah. And I think I've got to go back to work. If you have the um, chance, uh, visit Aya Chanda in Oxford. Are you close to Oxford? I know, I've met her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not she close to Oxford. I'm okay. in Cornwall. It's okay, you have one with the group anyway. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you, I was thinking about this anyway, um, and I thought, oh, I won't ask, but then I wouldn't ask. Mm -hmm. um, is this normal? Um, so I, I've been meditating a while and understanding about being kind to the thoughts. Mm -hmm. What I've noticed, particularly my son, I get um, one of my sons, um, I now notice when I react to him, uh, he'll say something and then I'll go, I'll flap my arms around, mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. And then I feel really bad and, I, and I'm thinking, and I'm now seeing my perception of what he's saying gets really skew-whiffed. Yeah. He's not saying what I think I'm hearing. Exactly. You notice that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so great. I feel a bit mad. I feel yeah. a bit crazy. He looks yeah. at me like I'm crazy. No, no, no. You're not crazy, Nikki. Oh. <laughs> no, you're doing well. I feel it. Yeah. So does that then make... So did you go through that process of realising your perception? Um, I get what you're saying about being conditioned. About mm -hmm. being conditioned by, by many... Probably many lives, mm -hmm. maybe. Yes. And then... What I'm perceiving is is it goes through the lenses of my conditioning. Right. Yes. That's quite deep, isn't it? And it's yes. kind of quite difficult to say that to my son. He looks at me when I say I'm sorry. Uh -huh. I'm, no, 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 no. I say this thing uh -huh. about perception. Right. Doesn't quite understand, but that's okay. okay, isn't it? The thing is, if it really works, it just leads the mind to more stillness. So even the perception drops, all the thinking. So that's the key. So you just keep experimenting it. Yeah. So basically, you just quit questioning the perception. Is the question perception itself? Is it necessary? So those thoughts is it really necessary? So just keep asking. If you should even rely on those thoughts as well. What should you even listen to another? Yeah. So after a while, you just question everything. end up with just nothing. Exactly, and then perfect. So, but that's, that's amazing. That yeah. I know. I just realized it's like the most difficult thing for people. After a while, it's just, yeah, it's just a while, it's like, yeah, thoughts, it's just, just let it go. And then it just disappear. And then just bliss comes out, whatever. Usually that's what happens, yeah. Because the natural, yeah, because that's what sucks up the energy. A lot of people, I think, just thinking, 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 That's all. Yeah. It used to be, yeah. Thank you, Yes. No, you're doing great, Nikki. Excellent. Good job. Crystal, would you like to unmute? Thank you, Venerable. I've got a question about um, when you said that um, okay, you managed to uh, speak more softly and yes. more slowly. Yes. And um, I wanted to know how you managed that because this is something I'd like to do. I think you're doing great already. 
you're doing speaking softly and you want to be soft, more soft and then more gentle. But now I'm really making an effort. In everyday life, it's not always like that. So I think you're doing great. So, so if you can be content with your the volume of your voice is fine. Excellent. So I guess it can make it more soft and more gentle. That's fine as well. But keep it as it is. It's perfect as it is as well. Yeah. And sometimes if you talk a bit too fast, it's just the emotions kind of... It's again, it's out of control sometimes, yeah. So it's okay, you're doing great, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thank good you. job again. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I've got a question here from the chat. The value of managing likes and dislikes and how to do it. Easy, you don't worry about them anymore. You don't, the likes or dislikes just falls off, yeah. And then managing, I don't even think about that anymore. <laughs> So I'm not sure how to answer that, yeah. So basically, just if you focus on the kindness, the liking and the disliking just disappear. So again, kindness. The meta, the acceptance. Uh, I don't know if I see, uh, what's her name? Uh, yeah, acceptance, yeah. Accept both the liking and dislikes. And I guess that's how you manage it, I guess. You How to kind of approach the likeness. I don't know if that's the questions, if I understand it correctly. How to let them disappear? Is that how the person wants to? Uh, no. Um, oh. Just basically, I think you've answered it actually. Okay. Basically, it's just accept. Yeah, it's fine. Ex- liking something, disliking, it's just habit patterns. Yeah. After a while, just like thinking, all disappear as well. It's usually just thinking. Yeah, thinking about liking or disliking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the significance of the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha? The Sangha is people, for me anyway, as a monastic Sangha, is the people that I live with. The Buddha is just the first kind of the first Sangha member, let's say, just the leader. Of them. And the Dhamma is the most important thing. Yeah. The Dhamma is just what leads to the, it's a path basically, it's just what leads to freedom. And freedom is like really, really nice. Freedom is just freedom from thoughts, perceptions, and then from judging. And that's kind of, yeah, that's very, very, very nice, yeah. Is there anyone else who would like to unmute and ask or put something in the chat? Hey, Travis. Can I ask a more? Oh, can I ask a more serious question this time? Sure. Um, what do you do about physical pain? Like, I have I pulled my bag last week. Uh-huh. And I feel like we're meditating instead. I feel like my mind just wants to go. Like uh-huh. it doesn't want to feel the pain at all, so it just keeps splittering off, and I don't. Like, do you have any techniques for that kind of? Thing. Yes, just move. Just move. Just if it's your back, just move it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's the thing. So the thing is, just you have to first. Uh, also, meditation itself requires like a comfortable body. So please make yourself comfortable. That's why if you want to lie down, for me, lying down meditation is great. Even if you fall asleep, that's fine too. Everything is fine actually. You know, meditation. Just as long as your body's relaxed and the mind's relaxed, the mind just automatically just search. You know, that that bliss. Anyway, that's what I find, yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it, does it helpful? Tabs? Okay. So it's okay to move. That's fine. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, here's, a, here's a one for you. Um, yeah. in report, why do people bow down to the monks and nuns? Oh, you don't have to. It's just most people, uh, the traditional Buddhists probably find it inspiring. And I always love bowing to anyone, yeah, actually, to the Ajahn Brahm, more of my seniors. I don't think I'm allowed to bow to lay people, but if I'm allowed, well, okay, I'll do it too. <laughs> I'll bow to you too. Well, fortunately, I don't think it's allowed or something. Yeah. But bowing is great. It just uh, humbles the mind and also makes my you know, meditation easier because, yeah, you have like a humble mind. And a humble mind is easily contented and happy. That's how I find, find anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's just one reason to bow, I guess. A good, really good reason, yeah. Just to have that uh, humility. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, Eddie, thank you. Oh, Eddie. Hello. Okay, mana kabarnya? Dari mana? Are you from Jakarta or somewhere else? I'm from Borneo. Oh, Borneo. Okay, excellent. Okay. Borneo. Yeah, my parents from Borneo, from Kalima, uh, from Singkawang. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so close to that. Wow. Okay, sweet. Okay. Okay, this, you know, as someone from the same country, I would like to ask you about, you move far away to U.S. Right. And that's, yeah. that's really not easy thing for us to do. Right. Especially from small town, as you know yeah. it. Yeah. And struggle your way to that place, right? And then you have job. Yeah. I was wondering how actually, you know, you managed to finally let go of everything like that. Because for me personally, I just find it really, really difficult to do things like this, like right. giving up your jobs and then your family and stuff like that. And how did you finally find that Buddhism is the only way that really can? take you there that this is the purpose of your life did, okay. it, uh, did, did you find any difficulties or suffering or stuff like that so that you decided to okay so, I'm, I'm gonna let go of this okay so that's the thing no never those questions never happen to me you know like any difficulties no it just keep uh, yeah just see what happens so one step at a time I never think like, okay maybe should go left or whatever it's just certain things happen and it just keep continuing so again, that's uh, kind of my journey. So it's quite unusual, but I think it's just, uh, do, you, do you still have find you have to decide certain things? Or you just, life just happens, right? So if you move to the US, yeah, I just, I guess my parents sent me to the US, so I just take along. So, and then, you know, computer science is basically because my cousin's the computer science, that's why I just take along. And back, back then it's 1999, so it was like the, you know, the internet thing. And that's about it. Basically, you don't decide this way or this way, that way. Even the Goenka, the meditation, it's just some like a friend, uh, a friend's sister mentioned about it. It's like, well, I'll give it a shot. And then about Ajahn Brahm, Ajahn Brahm, I just found it in a library somewhere in, in the U.S. about his book, Mindfulness, Bliss, and Beyond. So I just, okay, that's pretty cool. So I just check it out. And then, yeah, just find Ajahn Brahm. I say, okay, there's an end, you know, like a program here. Just check it out. And then that's what I did, checked out, and then went here, check it out again, and the monk's like, pretty cool. So, and that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's more difficult. I think if you think about it, it's difficult. So it's just, if it happens, <laughs> it's, it's going to happen anyway. So don't think about it, Eddie. Just, uh, yeah, see what happens, yeah. I don't know if that's helpful, though, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 
I, I think listening to stories like this is actually so inspiring. And okay, you know, thank who you. knows that? Yeah, it can help us in the future, and who knows? Yeah, I just uh, really love hear stories like this. Yeah, yes, it can. Yeah, it can actually motivate people to yeah. find a home. Yeah. Again, if you find have to think about it, so I guess you can experiment, yeah. But usually just what happens and then if the path I guess monastic's not for you, the mind will just steer you away, basically. And then if it's for you, it's just grab you. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ben. Mm, sure. Yep. Okay, we have another one here for you, Venerable. Why yeah. do people keep the five precepts? Oh, that's easy. It leads to happiness. <laughs> See, yeah. But basically, that's the support system. I forgot to mention those, those things. Meditation is easy if you keep the precepts. If you keep the precepts as well as the sense restraint. And the kindness itself is also a kind of restraint. It's called restraint of the ill will. So basically, you could say, I guess, the power, uh, the power source of the meditation being so easy is restraint. I don't know if that makes any sense. So people... It doesn't, actually. Can you explain some more? So that's the thing. So the restraint, actually, the sila, is just what prevents the mind from going here and there. And then, this, um, I mean, yeah, that's just in the bodily, usually... I don't know if anyone, everyone here knows the five precepts, right? I think basically, you know, five precepts, yeah. So basically, it's just the gross kind of behavior, you know, the killing, the stealing, just restrain that. So your mind doesn't have remorse. So that's the first key right there. So it just takes out the, so you don't have any remorse. And the sense restraint, that's mostly, usually takes, you guys play around in the YouTubes, whatever, in the news. It's just the mind goes all over. And then that's what usually happens, right? When you meditate, the mind just goes all over like crazy. So that's basically what happens anyway. There's no sense restraint, usually internet these days, you know. And then just like karma, you know, if you indulge in sense, you know, in YouTube, that's what's going to happen in your mind when you meditate, those YouTube TikTok moments, yeah? <laughs> Keep replaying your mind and songs and all that. So again, if you restrain those, meditation's getting so much easier now. So you don't have that gross, you know, like stealing the remorse, which is pretty bad. You know, just keep replaying your mind, rehashing certain things. Like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, you know, being harsh with other people. So that doesn't happen. So if it doesn't happen in the world, it doesn't happen in your mind. And that's the sila. The sense, uh, sila is the precepts, sorry, people. And the sense restraint, the YouTube. So that's like the entertainments that doesn't replay in your mind and the musics. And the third is the ill will. That's the most refined thing. And the ill will just prevents the bliss from happening. That's why the kindness, uh, practicing the gentleness, yeah. And those are the restraints. It's not that difficult after a while. But, you know, it's just habits, I guess. It's quite difficult, you know, the precepts. And not drinking alcohol and all that. But after a while, I'm used to it. And then you start noticing the bliss of meditation. It's so easy, yeah. Basically, you see the downside of, you know, not keeping the precepts, and you see the upsides of keeping the precepts. And then the upside is so much greater than the downside. The downside is like, what? Yeah. It's very simple, yeah. I don't know if that's helpful to everyone. Yep. Well, thank you. Yes, that was helpful. Okay, thank John, you. would you like to unmute and ask a question there? John. Yeah. Hey, John. Good question. 
I'm sort of a curious that Ajahn Brahm and Ajahn Brahmali are obviously the two senior yeah. monks. And um, Ajahn Brahmali gave a, a, a talk at the uh, conference in Singapore about rebirth. Yeah. And, and, and he said basically that you, that you can't be a Buddhist if you don't believe in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Uh -huh. in, 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 the, um, in the Four Noble Truths. And, yeah. and obviously there was um, a, um, a Tibetan um, um, venerable Tuvan convert there, and she sort of said to, words to the effect that, you, you know, really, uh, I, I disagree. Not that I don't accept that, but I think everyone has to find their own path. So the question is, how do you balance, you know, understanding and coming to your own conclusions in the Dharma, which is what the Buddha said. You don't right. want to investigate yourself. Right. As to Ajahn Brahmani's view, which um, I'm, I'm, this is my words, you know, the, the Taliban and Buddhism. Right. You have to have a core belief, uh, and you can't be shaken from that. Right. Um, where is that that line between faith and finding your your own view of Buddhism? You know. Okay. It's just basically, yeah, having faith in the Buddha. It's just after a while, you just have faith, and then you just relied not so much on your own kind of conclusions after a while. So faith after a while is just so wonderful. It just brings you to the... Uh, it's just a meditation against all feely-feely. So faith itself, I think people might find it a bit dangerous, right? Faith itself might be dangerous. I think that's why. I think most people... But again, if you can put that aside, that's fine as well if you don't believe in rebirth, as long as you can keep the precepts and the sense restraint and the bliss. And after a while, you get access to the deep meditation, and you see that rebirth happens, and then you'll come to our fold. <laughs> Simple as that, yeah. My, my understanding is that if you practice the precepts, mm -hmm. see the particularly, mm -hmm. and with meditation, you mm -hmm. will come to that conclusion. Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm not actually disagreeing about mm -hmm. rebirth, but I think, mm -hmm. isn't it more personal journey as opposed to, as in most religions in the world, just blind faith? Yeah, yeah that's true, yeah. Yes, as well, yeah. So, yeah, I know. So, I guess you can try to balance, but after a while, uh, after you find the right teaching, yeah, it just any skeptical thoughts just disappear. So you just have faith and they just keep moving along. And the faith itself is just an extra, I would say it's like one of the power source as well, deep meditation as well. So you just have that trust and you know that meditation will take you to the end. That takes, that's, that takes itself, it takes a lot of faith, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Obviously, he's, he's much more learned, so yeah. he's got it quicker than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> and he becomes into a more faith now, more faith based, yeah. Yeah, he's a little bit more laid back in the sense that he, I get the impression everyone will find their way there eventually. Yeah. He used to be a lot, a lot more rational. Now he's just a bit more faith. Just, I was so impressive because I've, I've seen this, um, the shift from the rational Ajahn Brahmaya now to very, really, really faith based. Yeah, so basically, he's just, yeah. He's kicking ass now. I'm sorry to say, he's like, wow, he's, he's grown up, man. Yeah, faith is great. <laughs> I don't know if that's one people want to hear, though. But anyway, yeah. Sorry, people. Yeah. Well, Venerable, we've reached the magic time. Uh, yeah. To say goodbye. Um, would you be happy to offer us a blessing before you left? Just relax to the max, people. And that's it. That's all you need to do. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. It's been really fun, yeah.